Shalom everybody, we are continuing with where we left off in Likute Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of the blessings of giving thanks, the thanksgiving blessings, Birkat Hoda'ah, discourse number 6, paragraph number 9. Rav Nosen is building up an amazing uh, presentation, and we still don't know where he's getting to, but he wants to show us that it can't be that man was created to suffer. And what's weird is, but we see that everybody is going through suffering and challenges that bring them to suffering and pain. So what's going on here? What's going on here? What is the purpose? What are we supposed to do? Look what Nelson says. He says something amazing when you think about it. He says, based on what we said in the last class, that you know everyone is just going through terrible, terrible things and suffering and pain and difficulties and challenges and anger and everything, and he brings verses... This is the purpose? It can't be. Look what he says here. He strengthens that point now even much more. And then he begins to shed light. So what is the purpose? He says like this. Valken bevadai lo bara Hashemit barach et ha'adam bechokma nifla'a venora'a kazot. Thus, therefore, definitely, it cannot be that Hashem, blessed be, created man with such amazing knowledge and wisdom, wondrous, awesome wisdom. Like, as man, you see how a man is, the creation of man, the wisdom involved in, in the man, in the human, humanity, in the biology, whatever, at every level of man, mankind, and it's so wondrous that the chokhmah, the wisdom, the intricacies and the details. Right? It can't be that such a wondrous creation as man would be created for Bishvin Sheizbol Amal Vechaas Kazeh for the purpose of just enduring and suffering a burden, toil, and anger like he's going through in this world. That's the purpose. When a baby is born, you know, when you see a human child, it's amazing. When you just think about it, and then the child grows up and then suffers like everybody else, that's it. The same little baby that we were all just amazed when born and admiring his eyes and his, and his eyebrows and his hair and his fingernails and the texture and how he's functioning is just amazing. It's just a wondrous chokhmah. And then this child grows up, 13 bar mitzvah, teenager, going through the challenges of teenager, and then a young adult and everything, and all the garbage you begin to go through. And you begin to wonder, that's the purpose? That's it? Okay? He said, Ramnos said, it can't be. And the, the challenges that a person goes through, anger and, and toil and burden, and there's no simcha in his life, that's the purpose? Ramnos says, it cannot be. So the, why, cannot, why can it not be like that? He says, Ki kavanat Hashem bevadai rak Because for sure, definitely, 100%, the intent, the intention of Hashem, blessed be He, is definitely only for something good. Not for this difficulty and pain which feels and looks and seems bad. Rav Nosson says, as is brought down in all the holy books, all the, the teachings of the Torah, go through this idea. Shebara that Hashem created the entire universe 
the entire world and everything within it only for man. And what, he's going to suffer? <laughs> That's the goal, it can't be. Why was everything created? That Hashem created the whole world and everything in it for man. Why? This is the purpose, so that to show mankind, Hashem created everything for the world and created man in such amazing details and intricacies in order to show Hashem's goodness and His kindness and His compassion. So wait a second, where is it? Wait, hold on. Okay, and if I'm listening, watch the first... Tell us where is this taken from? Okay? Kmo Shekatuv Bitchilat Aetzchaim as is brought down in the beginning of the main Kabbalistic book work by the Arizal called Aetzchaim in the introduction. Rav Chaim Vital explains this idea. And also Rabbi Nachman touches upon it. You can see in lesson 64 of the Kutim Moran, this is how Rabbi Nachman opens the lesson, this idea. That what? Hainu? And it's that, that, that this point, sorry, that, that man was created in order to perceive and feel and see and go through Hashem's goodness and kindness and compassion, period. And now Rav Nosen explains this in other words. How is this beginning to be tangible in this world? Hainu, in other words, what is he saying here? What is the Arizal saying here? And Rabbi Nachman in Lesson 64, what is this statement? This world, the essence, the essence of the creation of mankind, that for his sake everything else was created, was for the sake of the ultimate purpose. We just said now the ultimate purpose is that man should perceive Hashem's goodness, his kindness, and his compassion. That he's saying is the tachlit, that's the goal. That's the goal of this world, and that's why man was created for. And this goal is called Shehish Shabbat. This is called the Sabbath day, which we experience on our mundane level every week. Every seventh day is called Shabbat, which is a foretaste of the Tachlit, the ultimate goal, which is Hashem's goodness, His kindness, and His compassion. Let's see if Rav develops this. Okay? Shabbat is the whole purpose, the goal of the whole action, the whole creation of heaven and earth. Rabbi Nachman goes into this also in another lesson, the Kutim Moran, section 2, Tinyana, lesson 39. He says this is the Tachlit. Shabbat is the Tachlit of everything, the whole goal of this world. And Shabbat is this, is this being able to delight in Hashem's goodness, kindness, and compassion. V'zeh, he says, now Rav Nosen, very important. This is the way to escape, to get out of the anger and the toil and the suffering, if you want to call it, of this world. It's your perspective which will change everything. Where are you looking? Are you looking at the tachlit or not? Are you looking at the goal? Are you living within the goal while living in this world or not because if you're not you for sure will not perceive Hashem's goodness kindness and compassion because you just tra- tra- you're just overwhelmed by what you're going through Rav Nosek has asked this question but what can we do it's just overwhelming the t- challenges of life they take up everything 
Give us the ch- time and the chance and opportunity to perceive the tachlit. Even that they don't give us. Watch. Look where Rav Nosson doesn't leave us hanging. Step by step. Look. Okay? He says, this is the idea of the purpose of the world. And this tachlit, which is Shabbat, which is perceiving Hashem's goodness, kindness, and compassion, this is our whole consolation, nechamotenu, on all of the suffering and the sadness, the pain that everybody goes through. No one is exempt. Don't think the grass is greener than the other side. Everyone faces these difficulties. It's how they face them is the difference. Okay? How they deal with them is the difference. Bivchinat, this idea of Shabbat, the Tachrit, being our consolation for everything we go through, is hinted to in the verse, in the first parsha of the Chumash, parsha Bereshit, when Noah was born, why was he given the name Noah? Why, why did his father give him the name Noah? Because he said like this, This one, Ze, he will console us from all of our actions, our, 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 our activities of our hands, Masim, and from the sadness of our hands, our actions and the sadness of our hands. Okay? And there, if you look in the commentary, it's amazing. There's amazing depth on this pasuk that with the birth of Noah, there was a change. The Midrash on this pasuk says like this, you know, what was it? How did, how did the father, Lemech, of Noah know to call him Noah? He's just born. And he's giving him, a four, like, was he a prophet to such a degree? So the answer is like this, that when Adam and the earth and Chava and the snake, they received their curses, and one of the curses of the earth and the curses of man was that with the sweat of your brow are you going to toil the earth. And what was the curse? That you will plant one type of seed, and what will come out? All types of kotzim and dardarim, all types of of bushes and unnecessary weeds that you don't want, and you'll have to, against your will, eat them. <laughs> you planted grains for wheat, and instead, once you plant them, something else comes up, something which you don't want, the weeds and the unnecessary type of, of difficult uh, produce, which you have to cook very hard, and you have to remove all the thorns and the thistles to get out, and then and to eat it, and it's such difficulty. So... And also, no, no animal allowed mankind from Adam until Noah to use them. The, the donkey, the cow, they didn't allow the horse, they wouldn't allow mankind to, to attach onto them any type of uh, 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 anything, even though Noah is the first one to create utensils, but like for plowing the fields and everything, you couldn't use the animals. They refused to be submitted to mankind from the curse. So Adam said to Hashem, until when? He said, until a descendant is born who will be born circumcised, that's your sign that this is, will be the ending, the seizing of the curse. Okay? That's why Noah, he was, that's the name he was given. He was born circumcised. So Lemech knew, based on the Kabbalah, the, the tradition they had from Adam Arishon, that it's going to stop now. And that's what happened. As soon as Noah was born, people... They were used to planting, planting wheat and potatoes and everything, and other things came out, thorns and thistles, mixed in with difficulty. All of a sudden, as soon as he was born, whatever they planted, that's what they got. They planted wheat, they got the wheat, they planted the potatoes, the kohlrabi, that's what they got. 
the vegetables, the, the, that they were getting what they planted. Ah, so that was the, the indicator. And as Noah grew up, he was so skilled that he was able to train the mankind to teach them how to submit the animals, and that that submission lasted until today. Plus, he developed the utensils, the types of utensils needed to touch the animals to plow the fields. Mankind was doing everything by his hands until then, okay? So there was a lot of atzvut, there was a lot of toil and sadness because of the toil. So once the toil was removed, ah, there was menucha. There was, ah, now I have a break. Now I can appreciate my life much more because there's less of a toil and I can appreciate what I was created for, which was, as was handed down by Noah, to serve Hashem. The few, only the few unique in the generation knew about that and accepted that. The other people, they wanted to be wicked, which was ended up in the generation of the flood. But this is why it was called Noah. Right? And Rav Nosin is saying, Shabbat, the purpose of this world, which is to experience Hashem's goodness, kindness, and compassion, is tied up. This is our Nechama. He's saying, this is our Nechama. Like the verse says about Noah, Zeh, which translates as this one, will console us from our actions and from the sadness of our hands. And like Rav Nosen points out, Yes, this was said about Noah. What does this have to do with us, what we're talking about here? What is Noah? Like the, the Zohar says, and like the Rabbi Nachman also brings this down, quoting the Zohar, Shehi tzadik. The concept of Noah is the idea of the Tzadik. And what's the idea of the tzaddik? First of all, he knows the tzaddik because he was born circumcised, which the, the circumcision is a sign of a kedusha of a brit. And born circumcised is an advantage, believe it or not, indicating he's going to be a tzaddik. And he was. That's why Hashem told Adam, when someone will be born circumcised, he will have the merit to stop the curse because he will be a specific certain tzaddik that wasn't until now. And he has that koach, that strength, to bring his merit to activate consolation, nechama, into the world. That's why he's called Noah. He brings in the consolation, the rest, the nechama, from this, from what? From what we're speaking about. So he said, this is said about Noah, who's the idea of the tzaddik, that's the concept of the tzaddik. And what's the concept of the tzaddik, Noah? Shebechinat Shabbat. That's the idea of Shabbat. This Rabbi Nachman goes into quoting the Zohar. You can see this in the Kutei Moran, section 2, Tinyana, lesson number 2. That he connects Noah with the Tzaddik, obviously, and with Shabbat. And this is the cons- consolation. This is our consolation, this is our goal. This fits in exactly what we're saying here. So if Nosen's taking the verse on Noah as applying, what is the solution for this world? Zeh. Zeh Nachamen. What's Zeh? Noah, the Tzaddik, Shabbat. Shabbat is called Zeh in this case, in this context. That is the way, not to escape, but in order to transform all the suffering, all the pain into goodness and, and kindness and compassion. Your perspective will change when you are focusing, you're in tuned, and you're connected to the Tachlit, to the goal. Okay, this is what not sin is getting to. Watch, we didn't finish it. Okay, and what is Shabbat? Shabbat, as we know, it's called Me'en Olam Baba. It's a foretaste of the world to come. And what is the world to come? The world to come is the goal of this world. 
what is special about the world to come, that's when it will be open, out in the open, Hashem's goodness, Hashem's kindness, Hashem's compassion. Okay? Shabbat is a foretaste of that. Shabbat, the tzaddik, zeh. Okay, they, this will console us from Mima Asenu. It wasn't like they stopped working. No, they continued working. It was made easier because of Noah. In our context, the Tzaddik Shabbat has the ability to shine into a person the light of the Tachlit. Let's see, Rav Nosen develops this more. Rav now goes back to the Midrash we cited in the previous classes, Bereshit Rabbah, uh, section 13, chapter. Seven, okay. Like, like in Rav Nosson said, this is similar, synonymous to what's mentioned in that midrash. That what it said there, if you remember, Lo Nivra Adam Amal. Man was created to toil. Okay, you can't escape the toil. No one can escape it. A person will wither and die if he doesn't toil. These like rich people, they, they, they earn an inheritance and they're just sitting down doing nothing. They go crazy, they go nuts, they commit suicide, they go on drugs, they do crazy things because they, they don't know what to do themselves. Because a man is created to toil. You can't survive this world if you don't have toil in your life. No pain, no gain. Right? That famous statement. Hashem created the world. You see, look what he's saying here. The Midrash says that. Man was created only to toil. The thing is, from within the toil to perceive Hashem's goodness. Ah, but the toil is just filled of sadness and suffering and pain. Watch. Okay? The Midrash continues there. The Midrash in Bereshit Rabbah, section 13, continues. If a person has the merit, who amel Torah, Vim lo zacha, who amel ba'aretz, Ashrav la'adam shu'amal ba'torah. The Midrash continues like this. Right? If a person has the merit, he merits that his toil and struggle will be within the Torah. Okay, we're going to go into this. Rav Nosson is going to start quoting a Gemara from Sanhedrin to explain this better. His toil is in the Torah. If a person merits, the toil is put in the toil of Torah study and Torah performance, and Torah commitment, but mainly the study, and the toil of trying to understand the Torah, the difficulty you face in trying to understand the Torah. Each person according to the level. Some people have difficulty just understanding a verse in the Chumash with Rashi. Some of the people are higher level, they have difficulty learning a Mishnah. And the biggest difficulties is the, the, the Shakla and Tarya, the Pilpulim, the difficulties in understanding difficult Sugyot, uh, concepts and discussions in the Gemara and the Talmud, okay? That's why it's called Ligros. Because you have to you have to grind it. You have to grind the Torah in order to understand it. The Torah is like a solid rock and you have to break at it with a hammer. You have to toil at it in order to make it mushy and accessible. The Torah is hard. You have to break your head on it. Today we're lucky that they did their best, the, the sages until today, to make the Torah as accessible as possible, even in English, art scroll, but still the toil is still there. You have to use your brain to concentrate to understand what's being said. They'll explain everything. They'll help you cut it up and cut it up. But there's a toil. There's a toil in understanding the Torah. You try to get into it. Okay, watch. You say now, ah, oh, but I don't have that schut. I don't have that merit. Well, Rav Nassim will go into this. Watch. The majority of people have this difficulty. Not everyone has this merit of being in the Gan Eden, of toiling at the Torah. But Rav Nassim said, right? He's quoting the Midrash. The Midrash says, if a person has the merit, you see, it doesn't come, you need a schut. You need a schut to have this happen. If a person has the merit, then what? He is toiling in the Torah. And if he doesn't have the merit, he toils in the earth. The suffering and difficulties of the earth. And he has no way to console himself. Because the Torah 
shines a person the awareness of Shabbat and the Tzaddik, Noach, Zeh. You get to Zeh because of the Torah. Because you're toiling in the Torah, you have a perception of the Zeh, the Tzaddik, Noach, Shabbat, Tachlit, the purpose, Hashem's goodness, kindness, and compassion. Okay? Let's go on. So if a person doesn't have the merit, he's toiling in the earth, Fortunate is the person, the Midrash finishes, fortunate is the man who's amel, who, amel Torah, who has the merit to toil in the Torah. Okay? And Rav Nosen goes on. V'chen amu bagmara. In line with this Midrash from Bereshit Rabbah, the sages in the Gemara, Sanhedrin, page 99b, say the following statement. Okay? I think it's Abaye. All bodies are toiling. There's a toil in all bodies. Tuve, good for it, good for those per- people. Ledezache, who have the merit, vahave drufteke daoraita, that have that the toil is in the Torah. Okay, every, Rav Nosan's adding the wording because it's sharper here in the Gemara. All bodies. Toil. Have to toil. That's how Hashem created this world. You have to have toil. And, 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 and difficulties and challenges. Okay? Your interpretation of the sadness and the pain and everything, that's your interpretation of it. Everyone has to suffer. Everyone has to go through toil. Good is good for them, for those people of the merit that they have the toil in the Torah. Because then it's transferred. They're toiling in the Torah. And the Torah gives them, it's like uh, Anastasia if you want, that they don't feel the sadness and the pain and the suffering of the toil. Just the opposite. They're able to trans- translate it as positive and use it to come closer. You hear that? It's not like, a, like you know, it's like, a, okay, uh, a painkiller. You know, the pain is still there, but you don't feel it because we gave you something else to distract you. No. The Torah gives you the eyes that you don't feel anymore the amel of the world. The Torah gives you a perspective, a perspective that you don't see the Torah, you only see things positive, and the bracha comes your way, man. Unbelievable. Okay? But now Rav Nosen poses the good question. Aval ech Question mark. Okay, sounds nice. But how do I merit to this? How do I come to this? Life doesn't give me the chance. Life doesn't give me the opportunity to come to this. Ech he says, Rav Nosen, Ki abal davar vechelotav mitgabrin umitpashtin kol kach al kol adam. The evil one and his soldiers, right, his soldiers, his mercenaries of the evil one, they attack so strong and they spread out with such force, so much so on every man. Give us a break. We don't have a chance to even breathe. Ve'en manichin oto they don't allow the person to even have the chance to focus on this, to focus and give the attention of his heart to this point, to get to this. He's so trapped in what he's caught up with because the Yitzharaz is attacking him non-stop. And all of the lack of focus on the Tachlit, on having the merit of the Amal of the Torah, so I can have the perspective of the world to come, Hashem's goodness and kindness and compassion, Shabbat, Noah, the Tzaddik, I can have it in front of me. Doesn't allow, the, the, the difficulties I'm going through don't give me that chance, don't give me that break. All, all this is due to the, uh, too much of the burden 
of this world. Like before Noah came, they were so over overwhelmed with having to work excessively in order to produce from the earth. So their mind, they were preoccupied with their suffering. They had no time to think. That's what like Paro said to, to Moshe and Aaron. You know, the Jews have time to think, so we give them give them more work. That's the way. Someone begins to think about their purpose. Yetzirah is, oh, you're, ah, you're thinking about Hashem now and your purpose in life. We'll give you more distractions, more difficulties. You have no time for this. Okay, so Rebbe saying, what do I do about this? Okay, you present to me what's the goal. Fine and dandy. But they don't let me. Yetzirah doesn't let me. Even after hearing all this, I get sunken in, swallowed up again by the difficulties of my life, of the world again. It, it came for like five seconds. I got to hear this. Wow. I got to hear an amazing Torah shir on, on the Kutel Achot, everything. Wow, fine and dandy. And then I go back to my life, the Tisha B'Av of the daily grind of life. Ugh, and I lose it. What do you want from me? Rav is aware of this. He's saying, the Yetzirah doesn't allow this. Right? And through the abundant difficulties of this world, the sadness and depression have an upper hand on a person. Okay? The melancholy and the sadness attack and, and overpower a person because of what he's going through. And because of the sadness depression and melancholy and because of the sadness depression and melancholy a person can't focus have a clear head and focus his mind on the purpose on what he's doing in this world as Rabbi Nachman explains in the Kutimuan part 2 number lesson number 10 that when a person is lacking simcha Okay, when he has sadness and depression in his world, he can't think clearly. To be continued, Bezat Hashem, to see Rav Nosen's solution for this amazing analysis of mankind that he just gave to us.